Hello, my babies. Welcome back to another episode. It's your girl Majine, aka Mama Maj, and you are listening to Mama Majism. This is season two, episode 20 of Podsmas. We're going to go ahead and get started with our guided affirmations. Go ahead and get in a comfortable position. Close your eyes if you'd like or lightly rest them. Awesome. Great, great. Okay, we're going to start with some deep breaths. Give me a nice, long, slow, deep breath in. Hold and release. Awesome. Again, deep breath in. Hold and release. Deep breath in. Hold and release. Go ahead and repeat after me. I see beauty in everything. 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 My environment is calm and supportive. 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 I easily accomplish all of my goals. 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 I only desire things that are healthy for me. I only desire things that are healthy for me. I only desire things that are healthy for me. I only desire things that are healthy for me. I only desire things that are healthy for me. I instantly manifest my desires. 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 
nice, long, slow, deep breath in. Hold and release. Deep breath in. Hold and release. Last time, deep breath in. Hold and release. Awesome. Thank you so much for doing those guided affirmations with me. I hope they resonate with you as much as they do with me. And now, without further ado, let's go ahead and get started with our episode. In my very first episode, I talked about how it took me so long to get started on a podcast because I didn't know where to start and I was getting in my own way. Well, I don't want y'all to end up like me and wait two plus years to get started on your dreams. So do yourself a favor and download the Anchor app. It is free. They have creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right there on your phone. And Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. So they literally do all the hard work for you. But the best part is that you can get paid with no minimum listenership. Everything you need to make a podcast is all in one place. All you have to do is download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. Hey, hey, what's up? What's up, y'all? How y'all doing? <laughs> Welcome back to another episode. It's your girl, Majine, a.k.a. Mama Maj. You're listening to Mama Majism. This is season two, episode 20. Episode 20 of Podsmas. We are in the final week, y'all. Every time. We are in the final week of Podsmas. Very bittersweet. I've had such a fun time. But you know what? We're not even going to waste any time. Let's just go ahead and get right into it. So um, hopefully you're aware. I honestly, you might not be because I didn't do a very good job. I've had, I had this massive headache this weekend and I just could not look at my phone screen. Um, but since this is the final week of the year, that also means that this is the week of Kwanzaa, which happens on the, which starts on the 26th and goes up to the 1st. So do, 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 do. Let's just go ahead and get right into it. So what is Kwanzaa? Kwanzaa is a cultural holiday created by Dr. Karenga, who is a professor and chairman of Black Studies at CSU Long Beach. And this was created in 1966. So this is a celebration of seven principles that ties all together. So this is a, could be looked at as like the foundation and the framework of essentially the black experience. Um, and this may be something that you may realize it may not, but once I go through, um, the principles, then maybe you might be able to see kind of like a trend or at least see, Oh, I do practice that. And you just didn't realize, well, you've been practicing Kwanzaa low key. So, (laughs) um, so a little bit more background on Kwanzaa. Um, so in Kwanzaa, there is what's called the Kinara, which is uh, a, a, a candelabra, and that holds one black, 
three red and three green candles. So it's very similar to Hanukkah in the way that the Kanara is lit in a particular order. So the one black candle goes in the middle and you light that first. And then you light the innermost red candle in the innermost green and then the middle red, the middle green, the outer red, the outer green. Um, and you light these each, each day of Kwanzaa. Hmm. Another symbol <laughs> in this holiday is corn, uh, which is placed, uh, a cob of corn. Um, it's placed under the canard to represent each child in the family, if you have those. Um, and then during Kwanzaa, there's a thing, uh, there's a feast called the Karamu, and it's enjoyed um, with gifts that are given to promote the principles that are being celebrated in Kwanzaa. So really quick, just giving you a brief list of the uh, the Kwanzaa seven principles. So principle one, we have Umoja, which is unity. Uh, principle two, which I have been practicing because I listened, <laughs> I listened to Posmus last year when I went over the Kwanzaa principles and goodness gracious, it was terrible. Um, but principle two is Kujijagulia. Kujichagulia, okay, and that's self-determination. Uh, principle three is Ujima, which is collective work and responsibility. Uh, principle four is Ujama, which is cooperative economics. Principle five is Nia, which is purpose. Principle six is Kumba, which is creativity. And principle seven is Imani, which means faith. And these words are uh, Swahili. I forgot to mention that last year as well. Um, so let's just go ahead and hop right into it. So since it was the weekend and I didn't get the chance to record for Saturday and Sunday, we're going to bunch <laughs> days one through three in this episode. Uh, sorry in advance. I really hate to kind of like go through each one fast, but I have something for you at the end that I think will help out um, if you really want to learn more. Okay, so day one, Umoja unity. So this is to strive and to maintain unity in the family, community, the nation, and race. So this is um, especially important with the, the year, the past year that we've had. Um, if you remember, um, we've seen a lot of performativity, okay, when it comes to uh, the social justice acts on social media. Um, and especially when it comes to like the allyship and the accountability for the treatment of um, how black people are treated in the United States. So, I mean, truly, I can't tell you how many how many black squares I saw <laughs> on social media as an act to, you know, support BLM. Um, but ever since then, it, it's been crickets. It's a little, it, and I don't know, I guess it's not really like a hot topic anymore to fight for black rights. I, I don't know. Um, some people are just fortunate enough to not have to, worry about, um, you know, because they're privileged, whatever. Uh, we all have privilege in our own way, but, um, it, it, it's something that could be a little disheartening, but I think that the thing that I love about this principle is that it reminds us that we don't need to look outward for help. Um, and when, when we're, when we're, when we're talking about unity, what I'm thinking of is coming together as a collective and making the change that we want to see. Um, and that's not dependent on who decides to lend a hand out to us. So as I said, this is a cultural holiday and this is for the experiences of black people. So when we're talking about unity, we are talking about unity of black people. So what are ways that we can come together and support one another and do things for each other. So uh, this is also trickles down into other principles, which I will get to 
um, either in this episode or in another for a different principle. Now on to day two, which was yesterday, um, principle two, Kujichagulia. I've been practicing, I promise. Um, And that is self-determination. So uh, when we talk about self-determination, it's defining, naming, creating, and speaking for oneself. So in other words, it's defining who and what you are or we are. Um, and so a question that I, I was faced with when thinking of self-determination is what's the driving factor in your life that helps to keep you motivated? I know for myself, it's that I really want to create a world where my sole existence isn't to struggle or to have strife in my life, right? There, a little bit of struggle is okay because that's what helps us grow and learn our lessons. But I mean, to wake up every day as a black woman, it, it, it's a, it's a bit daunting and it can be a bit much. So, um, I definitely want to create a space, a world, a place for myself where, you know, I'm not the butt of a joke or I'm not, you know, on the receiving end of some strike. You know what I mean? Like, um, but it's funny though, because this principle seems to be a, f- a favorite for a lot of people, but for me, uh, not so much. It's, it's, um, proven to be a bit harder for me to grasp because self-determination was never really one of my strong suits. <laughs> um, I think I was always growing up, I've always kind of like looked to other people and took bits and pieces from them that I felt um, I could embody or that I felt I could do. Um, I don't know if you can consider that inspiration or um, something, but I it wasn't until I got to college and kind of had a reawakening within myself where I started to, to realize that it was important for me to figure out who I was for me. Um, and meditation has helped tremendously because it is a practice where you are looking within. And so now, especially with the year we've had as well, it has been a very transformative year. So even if I wasn't feeling like I could be self-determined before, nothing is stopping me now. Like this is, this year has truly like grown me. It, it feels like five years has passed <laughs> And I just have so, so many stories to tell and, and I'm just so determined um, and it comes from within and it just feels so good. So I understand why this is a lot of people's favorites, but for me, it was something that didn't come too easy. So it was a little hard for me to like grasp it. But in this moment now, I can say that uh, I get it. And so now on to day three, which is today, principle three, and it is Ujima, which is collective work and responsibility. So this is uplifting the community. Um, and this could be something as simple as doing like a beach cleanup or providing food for those um, who are living in food deserts, which food deserts were something I didn't even know existed until a couple years ago. Um, I never heard of it before. So if um, if I said it and you're like, what the heck is a food desert? Look it up, like for real. Uh, uh, We'll talk about that another time, though, if, if you really want to. So why is collective work and responsibility so important? And why is it, you know, a principle for Kwanzaa? Well, if you look at day one, uh, you look at Umoja, which is unity. Um, how How is it that we can come together, at, but we don't work to hold ourselves accountable, right? So that's where the responsibility comes from, Um And then on paper, like it all sounds good. Like, of course, you want to help out your community and you want to like do the work. But um, it's really putting your money where your mouth is. I think when I look at this principle, I see it as, okay. so you want unity and you have that determination to get to whatever goal that it is you're searching for. Now, with this principle, how are you going to um, incorporate your community and how are you going to hold yourself and your community accountable for these things that you want to put forth 
for the community. You know what I'm saying? So maybe like a community garden or like, you know, things that are going to help propel the community forward. And by the community, I mean the black community, right? Okay. So those are days one through three. And I'm so sorry for speed running through those. Uh, but I really don't want my camera to cut off or, <laughs> or the recording to cut off. So unfortunately, I had to keep it short. But I do have a consolation prize for you. Now, if what I said kind of like intrigued you a bit, I really, really, really implore you to, if you, if you're, hopefully you're on um, Instagram um, because I have a mentor who, um, who just started his own podcast and, uh, he's kicked it off with day one of Kwanzaa. So he is going deep in depth talking about, um, the principles of Kwanzaa, what they mean to him and even the, the misconceptions of Kwanzaa. So that very first episode that he has very insightful and really does kind of pinpoint why I feel like a lot of people aren't celebrating Kwanzaa because they think that it's this thing when it's not, it's literally just a cultural, um, holiday and celebration for us why would we not want to be a part of a holiday that celebrates us when we have so many other things that are kind of going against us you know what I mean so if that is something that you're interested definitely check him out the Instagram is called the main Festo pod show so I'm gonna spell that out uh t-h-e-m-a-i-n-e-a-f-e-s-t-o-p-o-d S-H-O-W. And you know what? It's going to be in the show notes. So if you didn't get that, I'm sorry. Um, but thank you so much for tuning in. Please make sure you check him out because he is my mentor. I love him so much. And he just always be speaking truth and life into his people. And I just love it so much. So thank you so much for tuning in. I will talk to you all tomorrow for day four of Kwanzaa. Bye. Thank you for listening. Please make sure to subscribe if you haven't already and follow all the socials at Mama Majism. That's M-A-M-M-A-J-I-S-M. If you decide you want to financially support me, on my accounts you'll be able to find out how. Thanks in advance. <laughs> Until we meet again, please be kind to one another. And from the bottom of my heart, I love you. <laughs>